Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. This podcast is all about planting new thought seeds, breaking generational cycles, and creating new legacies for ourselves and the generations beyond. Here, you will hear topics that empower your minds to go deeper, touching topics that most people may not think to think about. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, a master hypnotherapist, coach, and trainer of neuro-linguistic programming, and the founder of the Mind Remapping Academy. I am here to put you back in the driver's seat of your mind so that you can have the deepest experiences of joy, success, freedom, fulfillment, and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Let's go. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good morning for some people. <laughs> good evening for some if you're listening from across of the pond. Uh, I'm, for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Dr. Maisha Clearborn. I'm the founder of the MindRemappingAcademy.com. I am a master um, practitioner and trainer of neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, timeline therapy, and I um, coined the term mind remapping. And I work um, not only in the one-on-one -on -one coaching, doing personal transformation, but I also work with organizations um, especially corporations and employee resource groups to help them to, um, to learn and to empower trauma responsive and trauma informed listening and speaking um, so that um, we can create more unified communication, safe spaces for the people in our organizations as we continue to um, shift and change our systems to create more diversity, equity, and inclusion. So I wanted to talk today a little bit about the role that neurolinguistic programming plays in the DEI space. And the reason <clears throat> is because I have gotten that question so many times as I, uh, as I speak to people in the industry. Mm -hmm. And um, it's interesting because I think a lot of people uh, don't really, some people have heard of, of neurolinguistic programming, sometimes called NLP, and people have their views and concerns about uh, hypnosis. And I've, and I, in other podcasts that I've done, I also am the host of a podcast, The Black Mind Garden. Um, in, in that podcast and some of my um, other videos, I've distinguished uh, the neurolinguistic programming and hypnosis and what that means. And and so if you want to, to listen to any of those, you can go to, you can actually see that on YouTube um, or you can go to my website and I'll, I'll tap that across the screen a little bit later on. But I get that, this question about the role uh, that, that, that neuro-linguistic programming plays in um, diversity, equity, inclusion. And I want to talk about it in a few different ways. So there's the, uh, the training and then there is the... Um, the having the work done, the having the work done. And so um, the importance of the training is it, it really impacts 
people in three different areas. So the first area is that of emotional intelligence. And this is in no uh, graduated order. It's just three areas that I'm going to talk about. Emotional intelligence, communication intelligence, and understanding and respect for people's model of the world. So from an emotional intelligence perspective, um, you know, first of all, there are various aspects of emotional intelligence. And I was on an interesting webinar yesterday. It talked about emotional intelligence in the DEI space. And I think it was, it touched on a lot of really good things. But when we talk about emotional intelligence, we talk about emotional awareness, emotional literacy, and then being able to uh, manage our emotional, emotional management. So from the standpoint of of emotional intelligence, one of the things that learning NLP does is it connects us really to our own internal feelings, thoughts, and emotions so that we can distinguish them and really get to the root of where they come from, right? As well as it, it hones our powers of observation, which we call in NLP sensory acuity. So what that does is it not only allows us to connect to our own feelings, but in communicating with other people, we can begin to detect changes in others' internal, um, internal state when we're communicating with them, which allows us to be more sensitive to the words that are coming out of our mouth or to be able to stop and ask the question, what happened or what are you thinking, right? So that that's a level of emotional intelligence or emotional observation, observative acuity that comes into play. And then the third piece of emotional intelligence is that managing. Once you discover, once you, once you can uh, name the experience that you're having, well, what do you do with that? And one of the things that, you know, we do when I train in, in neurolinguistic programming is to, to, to really um, look at all of the ways that you can understand where the emotion comes from, but also to be able to shift your state in any given moment to a more empowered state and to be able to manage your state so that you can continue to be the most productive and you can uh, avoid causing harm to people when those emotions come up, come up, right? So it doesn't mean you don't communicate, but you, when sometimes when the feelings, the emotions come up, we react from that emotion and learning the tools and techniques of NLP helps you to be able to put that pause in there so that you can see the emotion, feel the emotion, have sensory acuity about another person's internal state and be able to communicate, which is this next piece, be able to communicate in a way that works, um, that 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 holds a safe space and it holds the space for another person to be able to um, to be able to respond from their higher self rather than their animal self. So moving on to communication intelligence, uh, there are a couple of ways, once again, uh, learning the most effective way to communicate one's experience without harming another. Okay, what do I mean by that? Well, when we, number one, when we have uh, that sensory acuity that I talked about in emotional intelligence, we have those powers of observation, we can begin to watch a person's response to our communication and then begin to either inquire about what we're saying and also to be able to shift what we're saying. And that's another thing that we teach. We teach the conscious use of language. That's one of the foundations of neuro-linguistic programming is the conscious use of language. And we 
um, teach how you can elicit the deeper response from people by asking the right questions. Communication often is about not just about talking at people, not or talking to people, but about interacting and understanding that our communication is more than just what we say. It's in how we say it. In fact, only 7% of communication is actually the words that we speak. And the other 93% of communication happens in our tone and our facial expressions and our body language and our pitch and our volume. All of those things contribute to the communication itself. So when we began to learn about these elements of communication and how we can uh, control and be flexible in those ways that we communicate, then we can actually deepen connection with people and we can learn when our communication is not landing, that's part of the sensory acuity and that powers of observation. And then we can learn to listen in the most effective way to another's experience without judgment. And that's so important because a lot of times we listen to respond or listen to react or listen to make a point. We don't always listen to listen to be able to get another's model of the world, get another's experience. And part of what we teach, you know, part of the foundation, part of the, the things that we, the one of the modalities that we teach is learning how to guide conversations for, for the most effective outcome. What that means is to understand what is underneath the communication that's being spoken, um, what is the conflict and how do you manage and navigate that conflict in a way that's safe for all involved, even if it's yourself and how to listen and ask questions that get to the root of the problems and conflicts so that you can more quickly begin to focus on the solutions, right? All while having that emotional intelligence, manage that, that emotional state, and even being able to communicate those feelings, emotions, experience in a way that's safe for you and that has that doesn't harm, cause harm for others, okay? Now, um, the third thing is, is that, that NLP does, it really gives you a whole different perspective around understanding and respecting others' models of the world. And there are, there's, there's, and, I, and I might do a live specifically on this, but there's a set of assumptions that we adopt in neuro-linguistic programming called the presuppositions of NLP. And what it does is it gives you a new place to stand, a new things to come into an interaction with another person or with yourself, assuming, right, so that you have the most empowered interaction with them. And so this gives you much more rapport and therefore much less resistance in interaction with people, even people who seem like they are very different from you. Uh, it also, you know, in being able to understand and respect another person's model of the world, it, it, it creates an environment for better collaboration and teamwork, which increases creativity and therefore productivity. And we all know that that's very important. Uh, if, of course, if we're business owners, if you're if you're in the C-suite and you're, you're managing people, corporations, that's important to be able to have that productivity and that creativity. And, and the only way you get that really is the, that I think that diversity and, and being able to understand and respect people's models of the world. You don't have to agree with everything right? You don't have to agree with everything that they do, but you can create opportunity for growth and advancement 
for, for everyone in the company because you can respect and appreciate the ethics and the integrity of someone's work without having to agree with everything about them personally. And so these set of assumptions that are in the, the, the neuro-linguistic programming foundation help to be able to do that. And then, and so that this is, these are some of the foundations that where the NLP intersects and, and benefits the training actually benefits the, the diversity, equity, inclusion, justice, and belonging space. So with that said, um, there then is also the personal side. So this is the area that it impacts when you're training and you're learning. And these areas also help in the personal coaching and the personal transformation um, aspect as well. But the, when you do personal coaching or personal um personal transformation work using these tools, using these sets of tools, then you actually get a deeper impact. And, and one of those big impacts is to really understand where your own beliefs, where your own model of the world comes from, to be able to understand who you are, why you do what you do. So, you know, I've, I do do some anti-racism training um, at, with my partner, Dr. Joe Wiener. And um, we, one of the things that that's important is that, you know, you begin to understand, well, why is it that you believe the way you believe? You know, how is it that this, this, this culture came to be? And, and, and when you, when you do this deep work and you have people who are um, non people who are not people of color wanting to be allies, wanting to be partners in this work in eradicating oppression in, in general, because we know that oppression spans beyond just race, um, and and the the inequities expand beyond just the you know the color of one's skin. But if we talk about intersectionality, we talk about the the overlap of uh, that that people can fall into. Um, that then we we know that this is a, a very wide spectrum, but. My point is when when one person is, is is endeavoring to make this shift to be able to be partners and allies in, in creating more diversity, more equity, more inclusion, more belonging inside of an organization, but they also have their own set of um, limits, limiting beliefs or limits that they come up against, they bump up against their own sort of emotions, difficult emotions that they bump up, bump up against, then the work the personal coaching, the personal transformation work that NLP is involved in helps to go deep and, and sort of unclog what that is so that you can be freed from the past, freed from anything that would have you not powerfully show up in a partnered or an allied space. So that is the impact that that neuro-linguistic program can, can have on the personal side. And then even for people of color, who experience the personal transformation work, there, you know, is, is a lot of, there's a lot of trauma that gets experienced over time. Um, big traumas, repetitive, um, repetitive ongoing trauma. Uh, there's all kinds of trauma that goes on. And so to be able to heal from that, uh, that trauma so that that they can begin to show up as their most powerful self, that is another way that this work is used. So as you can see, there are various roles that this work can be used in the space from the C-suite all the way to our frontline uh, front workers and, uh, and everything in between, all the leaders in between. So, and, and that is why I've chosen to bring this work into this space because I believe that at the heart 
of a lot of what we're doing, we need to really focus on individually how um, we can increase the intelligence and really begin to create more respect for each other's models of the world so that um, we can begin to have these conversations in a, in a much more productive manner between people who, who are very different from each other. And so that is, um, that's, you know, pretty much really what I wanted to bring today. And uh, of course, if you want to learn more about the work that that we do at the Mind Your Mapping Academy, and um, you're, you're wanting to know more about the program we do from the organizational and the corporate space, or if you're wanting to learn more about um, the personal transformation side and how you can show up um, even more as your highest and, and best and most productive and most creative self, then you can go to the, the mindremappingacademy.com, which is down here in the ticker you can see, and um, we can schedule a, a call. Which, like, meet and greet call just to see what you're dealing with and to see what um, programming or what what uh, avenues would be best for you. So you all stay safe um, and celebrate well. And I look forward to the next one. Namaste. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. I hope you digested our food for thought and we'll put it into action and use these tools to nourish your life in some way this week. Remember, to like and subscribe. And if you found this episode valuable, please pay it forward by sharing it with someone else. Also, I am clear that it's you, our listeners, who help us grow. So if you like this podcast, I'd love and appreciate if you tell us. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Finally, if you're interested in learning more about any of our mind remapping coaching, training, or workshops, or if you're interested in getting NLP, hypnosis, or timeline therapy certified, visit remapmymind.com. That's remapmymind.com and learn more about which programs might work for you and even schedule a discovery call with me today. Now go and have an amazing rest of your week and we'll see you on the next episode.